Yo, what's the word? What's the word? It's your boy, the Lost African, the Afro boy. So, don't pay attention to the background. Loki, this is a freestyle episode, like real talk freestyle episode. Um, I really want to talk about this because I wanted to drop a show because I know I've been missing for a while, especially like when it comes to live and even when it comes to my podcast. But we're at a pinnacle point in this country that I live in, which is North America or the United States and even in um, the world where it comes to, we're at a turning point to where the next 20 to the next century will decide, are we moving forward as human beings or are we about to backtrack and really have to make those uh, gutter gutter decisions about what will change or what we want to change our voices being heard um there's a video that just got released from the va because it to me it's saddened that i even gotta add three names to this topic you got um jose i believe it's jose or george gutierrez which is a black man um but they they they've released a new statement they've changed it he's a black man First, he was just a black army vet, and now he's um, now he's a um, Afro Latino. And I actually love the fact that they put it in there because now what that does is emphasize on the clear fact that you see us as black, period, and as the black people of this earth. Um, you seem to be hostile towards us for some reason. You don't care that we speak Spanish. You don't care that we speak Creole. You don't care that we speak French. None of that. None of that matters. We're we're black to you. We all Negroes. Negro is black in English and in Spanish. Um, But not only that, then you have the case... Because cause that case is crazy. You know, the man's an army vet, which is why I've always been critical about, I've appreciated, like when I seen uh, the five bloods, I appreciate the, the U.S. soldiers, especially uh, my black brothers and sisters who, who went and served. Because in some aspect, we truly believe that this country is supposed to be better. Like, it's real shit. They, we, in some sparkle spangle banner think that this country is supposed to serve for us and if if we go out here and fight you know what i'm saying hopefully they gonna repay the favor i mean even though america been telling us that that's a lie for about 400 plus years you know we still give you a shot for some apparent reason because the nature of black people at its heart is to be uh woman is to care you know what i mean so we like okay we gonna see what happens so for you to pull that man over, because he got his hands out, this a whole video. The man has his hands out. He's compliant. He's in his uniform, which makes this like 10 times worse. The black man is in his uniform telling you, I'm a U.S. vet. You know what I'm saying? I'm serving right now because he's active, actually. He's like, yo, I'm serving right now. I, I seen you. He tells him, like, yeah, I did. I was aware that you were behind me. I pulled over at a lighted area. You know how many times, bro? It's like it's like flashbacks watching the video. 
You know how many times me and what's up, Dre? You know how many times me, me and my even my homie Dre. We have been in these exact predicaments where we've literally been um afraid for our lives. Like, so I'm sitting here watching the video reminiscing about the three, four times I've been pulled over in this predicament. Guns drawn. All I'm thinking in my head is like, yo, he about to shoot me. And while I'm watching, I'm like, yo, he real life might shoot him. Like, he, he intended. And the man is just telling him, once he addresses an officer is being aware, he's, he's saying, yeah, I know you better heard what you said. You know what your rank is. I'm like, that's now you just you just trying to clown him at that point. And that's ridiculous in my eyes. You know, you're, you're supposed to see us as human beings. You know what I mean? Like, that's really all we've ever been asking. We, we ask for no more, no less. We ask for you to see us and treat us as human beings. The same way when I see when I see an officer, I see a, I should see a person. When you see me, whether I have a hoodie on, whether I got a U.S. uniform, you should still see a person. You know, learn to de-escalate yourself. Like I don't understand what y'all got a real problem with that. Then you got the incident with Dante Wright, a twenty-year-old black male. He driving. I seen the video. I seen the video. But that still does just doesn't justify no matter if you understand the ins and outs of the law or or what may proceed afterwards that doesn't justify her using her gun you feel me like in no way shape or form because she's been on the force for 26 years she's been on force longer and before i was even alive because i'm 25 and she's like i pulled I, I, I thought I pulled out my taser, you know, yelling taser. This sound, sounds so scripted. Like we, we've literally been through this uh, scene before. So it sounds very, very scripted. And here's the thing. You've been trained. You've been retrained. Y'all go through recertification. Every officer does. Whether you're an MP or any officer, any Leo goes through recertification at some point in time, especially if you've been on the force for 26 years at least in a five you know year span period you got to recertify knowing that you know the difference between the weights of your gun knowing that you know how to use your gun all this you, you got to recertify to do this i don't know if it's every year but still way before this incident i know you you're supposed to be trained in this which is why whenever me or my family get pulled over we're, we're very worried because for some apparent reason you're interaction with us is nine times out of ten if not ten out of ten hostile for some apparent reason you know it's it's three of y'all okay wait you know it's it's three police officers there you telling me y'all can't handle that any other way you gotta pull your gun out you pop you pop quick pow i was like damn like really and, and this is in the same city. Like, that's the craziest part. It's in the same city, same state that black people nationally are watching. They're watching the trial of George Floyd. And on that note, even in the trial of George Floyd, you know, I'm, I'm really just waiting on the end result. I'm really waiting on the end result. But in that aspect alone, 
you hear moments where they're really trying to prove reasonable doubt. Like they're trying to say the statements are contradicting. They're trying to say that there's alternate causes and there wasn't. There wasn't. You've had time because we've all seen the video on that instance. Man was detained. It was over with. Sit him up. Put him in the car. He ain't going to go in the car. Cool. Give him medical attention. Once you put them handcuffs, because I literally, you know, I've had some experience doing this. Once you put a suspect in handcuffs, that means that they are, uh, what do you call it, Dis, disassembled. Or they're, they're not a threat, basically. And in that moment, any bodily harm uh, that comes to that person that may even cause their death, they're going to presume that you're liable because he has no control of his body to either save himself in any capacity. If I walked a detainee down a flight of stairs, there has to be visible proof that I didn't cause him harm down those stairs. If he break his leg, bust his head, they're going to ask, how did this happen when he's in your care? That's what that means. Your, the officers are supposed to protect and serve us. But historically, the creation of the officer was the overseer. So, you know, our relationship historically with y'all is not happy no way. So it's so it's, it's crazy for me because we're waiting on the, which is why you hear a lot of people, especially a lot of black people talk in this manner because we like, bro, the rest of the world got to catch up with our reality. And we're waiting on the reality that it is to change. That's what we waiting on. We've been progressing past most of the issues that, that y'all dealing with now. We, we're literally waiting on the reality of the world to change. You know, and the fact that you see, you're seeing all these things, Pensuaya, especially for the other ethnicities, we like, look, we, we trying to tell y'all the world has a problem that needs to change and our country has a problem. There's no way. I have people call me. But there's no way that an army vet should be treated in that manner when he's compliant. Like all the other videos, he literally like stepped from point A to point Z. Everything that we're taught to, to make you see us as human, he literally did. We're taught, hey, yo, when you pull over, pull over in the light of air. Like this is a black conversation one-on-one. Like this is like real life. You get pulled over by the police, remember, pull over in the light area. Please make sure that there are some form of cameras that someone can see you, someone can identify you, so they can't assume anything. Keep your hands at 10 and 2. More, more than likely, put your hands out the window, especially because they always, they like, nine times out of 10, they get out with their guns drawn. 
So we're very, we're very scared. I want to walk you through this conversation that we usually have with our kids. Keep your hands attended to. If you can, pull them out the window, roll the window down. Announce that you don't have anything in the car. Announce that if you have something in the car, that you legally own that. Announce that you are not resisting arrest. Uh, ask questions. Immediately ask for a white shirt. If you feel that things are getting hostile, ask why you're getting pulled over, even though, as you've seen in the prior video with the uh, Army vet, um, he didn't care what you asked. The the, v, the the VA, Virginia police officer, ain't, ain't give a damn what he asked, what he wore, where was he going. He's just, he's, I'm, I'm going to be frank with you. He said, this nigga think I'm playing. And all the Army vet is like, bro, I'm explaining to you why I pulled over. You know, I'm in my. It's just I'm still appalled at the fact that he went through all this in his uniform. And then he was trying to beat him. You saw he, the man's are still trying to break him down after he pepper sprayed him. Like he he was done. He was done talking to him, and we like we like bro. He's still confused, and he's still trying to comply. You know how most see, and even when he has the utmost respect or, or been taught respect by serving in the army. You know, most regular black folks are like, okay, at this point, we, we might as well fight. He didn't. He didn't even resist after that. You could see in the video, he need a man and everything. We like, bro, we're like, what's up with this man? I don't know what all this aggression was, where this came from, but it's just getting out of hand. It's really getting out of hand. The reason why I'm worried about where we're going in the world, where my country is going, is because we need y'all to chill out in so many terms, like, like seriously. Like we're we're past the point of being the nice ones in, in some manner, and I don't don't take this the wrong way. But what I'm saying is that like we like yo, when y'all gonna <laughs> when y'all gonna get it together? Cause we we done trying to get we not finna get it together for y'all. Like for real, we not finna get it together for y'all. We're here. We're humans. We've been here. We didn't ask to be here, but we ain't going nowhere. So why why do you feel that our lives don't matter? Like, that's the biggest question. Like, it's the biggest question mark, which is why I fight so much to get our lives to matter to each other, get black lives to matter to each other. You know what I'm saying? And that's the crazy, the craziest thing is why do we got to ask that question? Why do we got to ask... When y'all going to let up? Because we never started this problem. We never started this problem. Y'all did. We didn't ask to be here. Y'all brought us here. We didn't ask for these laws. Y'all created these laws. We didn't ask for this system. Y'all created this system. We just been surviving. But in, in this... <laughs> it's like the flip of a switch. So it's like the flip of a switch. Administrations come in, you know, no more blackface, no more Obama, no more Obama. Oh, yeah, we got right back to it. It's crazy. You know, y'all need some new training, y'all need therapy. It's, it's 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 ridiculous. It's just ridiculous.
and you know, I I really I I'm, I've truly been scared. Or not so scared. I've truly been worried that there's going to be a, a turning point. There's there's going to be that okay. Uh, we finna have to go go to the bunker. You know what I mean? Like, cause I don't know I don't know what to expect from y'all. And that's the crazy thing. How the world is on pins and needles with the George Floyd case, and you still got this stuff going on. Y'all should be on y'all. The the Minnesota police, the the state, the and every law enforcement should be on their P's and Q's right now because the nation is watching to see how are y'all going to condemn officers. Cause um, what's his name? Davin Showski. The man that murdered uh, Joyce Floyd is like, he's the example. And we're waiting to see how you're going to treat the example. Because if it doesn't go nicely, man, as to me, that's the wrong step in the direction of the country. I'm going to say it like that. That's, that's not the best step for the direction of the world. Period. I can't even believe like we gotta have this conversation at this point. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But that's my piece. It wasn't gonna be long because I gotta get in and try to teach my youngest, especially my nephews, who I worry about because they're becoming teenagers. I'll never forget the first day and my brother who watching, I'll never forget the first time we got pulled over. I told this story before, but I was their age. It was me, my bro, my bro CJ, uh, my brother Preacher. Y'all know him as Preacher. I know him as Queese, but we all got pulled over. He was 14, 15. My nephew is, is 14. And the police, for some apparent reason, didn't see us as little boys. Like, I see my nephew as a little boy, but during that age, during that time, they didn't see us as little boys for some reason. And I was in fifth of my life. They had the gun in my head. So, like, all these situations we've all experienced. That's why the fear, and I, I know. Oh, wow, you remember that? Bro, I, I will never forget it. Never forget it. That's why when, when I see these videos, it's, it's traumatic for me. It is. Like, when we watch these videos, it's traumatic for us because nine times out of ten, as black people in this country and in America, we've gone through this situation and we've all prayed and thank God or thank Allah if you Muslim, you know what I'm saying? We've all prayed to the most high that we didn't end up on the shirts. Like, for real. And I've been in other instances where I was scared for my life that I thought I was going to end up on the shirt in front of the police who's supposed to see me as a citizen. I'm supposed to be a citizen. I'm not, me and my people are not property of America anymore. We have always been human beings, first off. And we deserve to be treated as human beings. Because without us, you wouldn't have the foundation that you got now. We don't even really like taking care of credit for that, even though it's true. Because we don't get no benefits. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's ridiculous, bro. It's, it's ridiculous. But 
that's what I got for y'all today. I really just want to have that conversation because I really just want y'all to get to think and sit down about how this is the most important. How are we going to progress this change for us? How are we going to progress this change for black businesses, black communities, black fathers, black families? Because apparently ain't nobody else going to do it, even though we've been saying that. We've been trying to tell y'all, hey, the reason I focus on my people so much outside of still getting to know others is because stop depend- we're not going to depend on, on them. We didn't depend on them when we had to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. We didn't depend on them. In slavery, we didn't depend on them. In mass incarceration, we didn't depend on them. We, we've never depended on them. But for some apparent reason, we can't seem to get far. And that's because we got to unify. That's it. But I'll holler at y'all later. It's your boy, Lost African. Follow me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, to listen to all my other shows. Um, I will do Afroeconomics probably sometime either before the end of this week or next week. Um, they're talking about stimulus and new infrastructure because money is the, is the key to how we move and progress as a people. Like, truly, like, we got to stop being selfish with each other when it comes to money. Hey, if you got a play that's going to make me some money legally, let me know. Um, and then, you know, that's how we grow. Group, group economics is the key to black empowerment. Remember that. But I'll holler at y'all later. Yo, what's the word? What's the word?